Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from the woman at the post office. You know the one. For this weekend, she's actually teaching fire cupping. Hmm, sounds kinky. I could be reading from that guy you just passed on the interstate. You know the one. He's on his way to a wax play party. I could be reading from that group of women that you saw at dinner tonight. You know the ones. They're secretly on a all-girls weekend to recreate and fantasize about a slumber party pillow fight that turns very naughty. You just never, ever know. If you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember by submitting a story or question, you certify the following are true. You're the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. And you're releasing all rights to your creation. Don't forget you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Smuttyfy at DNikki, N-I-K-K-Y, of course, 162. And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave a positive review anywhere you find your other favorite podcast. So in my deep process of, well, I'm just going to blame maybe on the summer heat, I got to thinking that there are things that we're curious about. Um, sexually wise, that maybe we wouldn't be into doing it or trying it, but maybe just having a sexual curiosity about it. I mean, that's how I think anyway. And it's funny, I gave you this scenario about the woman going to a fire cupping thing or the guy, I don't remember which one I used. Anywho, me's. Uh, that, that, that is something I'm curious about. I've never done it, but I, I would love to see it. it. It just, it fascinates me. And I would probably try, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go with I would. And I think I'm curious enough that I've thought about it and, you know, talked to enough people that it does pique my curiosity that I think would try it a bit. Um, The therapeutic and maybe just the sensual part of it. But I think maybe I'd be leaning towards the therapeutic side of it. Um, It just sounds very attractive. But I, of course, I'm not going to hire somebody on the street to do it. So my question is this to you. Is there something that in really anything in life can be in the sex? realm that fascinates you that makes you want to go hmm wonder how that feels I wonder how that would you know think or maybe even going to a seminar just to watch it happen or watch it experience what if you could um, have a voyeuristic experience of just watching it done to somebody not necessarily just you know having it done to you we can achieve sexual uh releases without actually having things done to us. Watching someone having it done and watching their sexual release sometimes can even be enough for us. I know there's things I wouldn't do, but watching and in reading people's fantasies, that really gets to me that that makes me go, wow, you know, and it does turn me on. It, It may not be my cup of tea, but just to 
when I can talk to people and have them sit down and explain things to me and watching their eyes as you can tell and they're once they get in the groove of the story they're remembering it all the images are flooding their head and you can see their eyes just become lust like that that is I don't know if you've ever watched, but if you pay attention when someone tells you any type of story, really, you can tell when they're really in the groove and they're really back there in that moment. And when they remember a sexual fantasy. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. So what is something you would like to explore? I know I took left and rights there that maybe you necessarily wouldn't do it, but you would love to see it performed in front of you just to, you know, edge that curiosity a bit. I'd really like to know. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back. Relax. Let's have a whiskey. With some filthy cherries, of course. And explore erotic fantasies. From people just like you and me. Danny So a guy I vaguely knew from school asked me out after we matched on Tinder a few years ago. My hometown is small and boring. So him going from talking to the stereotypical popular type of girls to talking to the tattooed slutty nerd excited him so much from the get-go. Our first date, we go out for drinks, conversation, brushes on sex, but also we're just joking around and flirting. The increasingly intense eye contact was so hot, though. Next thing I know, I come back from the bathroom and tell him to hold his hand out and close his eyes. I put my warm wet thong in his hand and quickly closed his grip around it. The bar was so busy, we were not in a private booth and sat back opposite him so I could see his face when he realized what had just happened out of the blue. My God, his eyes went black. He tells me we're getting a hotel that night and books me one as we walk to the car park where his car was. The entrance at night is through his half-closed shopping center, which is glass and lit up on the inside clubbers, etc. can see inside, but you can't see out. And as we went up to the escalator, he pulled my pleated skirt up, exposed my pussy and ass to half the city on a Saturday night. I hadn't been out with someone who matched my energy for so long before that. Men, especially under the age of 30, were usually so intimidated by how sexual I am. So this was unexpected and hot. We get to the hotel just around the corner and they had overbooked. So they arranged for a taxi to take us to a different one in the same company and one to bring us back to his car in the morning. While we were outside waiting for the taxi, I take his hand, walk us very slightly away from the main entrance and the main eye contact as I put one of his fingers up my skirt to feel how wet I am. He's grinning when our gab pulls up. My date starts making casual conversation with me as his hands wander up my skirt starts playing with my pussy in the back of the taxi, sliding a finger in and out of me as I become too wet. I tried to close my legs out of embarrassment. If the driver looked into the back, he'd be able to see up my skirt. But my date forced my legs back open with a dark look as he kept chatting to me and fingering my dripping cunt in the back seat. We get to the hotel and we're laughing once the taxi drives away as I can feel my own juices practically running down my thighs at this point. I tell him while reception we're sorting out our room that I'm going to run to the toilet and mop up. No, you're not. I don't think you understand. It's so much and people will see it in the light. I said, don't you fucking dare. So I didn't fucking dare. I sit on his knee in reception for a short wait. To passersby would look like giggly young couple. Instead, 
near strangers on a first date. His right hand is underneath me, one of his thick fingers ferociously hitting my G-spot to the point where I'm scared I'm going to squirt on him in close proximity to a bunch of people. They signal for us that the room is ready. He licks his fingers while we walk over. Claire. Uh, Claire, you... Hello. I'm... Hi. You know, guys, if you're going to send me a confession, don't leave... I want part two or the continuation. Hello? Hello, McFly. I... Um, morning. But I do have to say this. This was hot. This was completely, completely, completely hot. And I will say this. I heard somebody in my head say these things. I know who would say this to me absolutely 110%. And they have not in this instance like this. But yeah, um, absolutely. And you know who you are. So I'm over here blushing. And I know it's coming through. It's probably bleeding through. It's probably my my brightness of my skin is blending through the microphone and is blinding you somehow through whatever you're listening to me on. But <laughs> uh, have we? It's a no for me, but I would. I, I like this. I like that he gives back just as much as she gives. And that's amazing in a partner that will match your energy and show who's boss, regardless of your gender or whatever, or whatever type of dynamic you want. Someone that will match your sexual energy and just energy period and then push back on you and challenge you even more, to me, is the sexiest fucking thing out there. Nobody wants a rag doll. Nobody wants a yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. I mean, not in the context that you're thinking. But I know me. If I'm not challenged, I get bored. So fucking bored. And I like that he was turned on. I like that she didn't have the upper hand or thought she did at one point. And he proved her so very wrong. Mm, damn. I'm really thinking about him. I'm sorry. I'm completely horny. What about you? I want the continuation of this story. So, um, hello. What do you guys think? Should we, should we beg for part two? I think so. Dear game. this story takes place around October or November 2020. At the time, I was 23 and had recently started school in a new city. Kathy was 21 and lived with her parents in a small town about 45 minutes from my place. Kathy and I had met on Tinder a few weeks earlier. I was technically still dating my previous girlfriend when we had gone on our first few dates. Only later did I find out that Kathy knew this already the whole time. But that's another story. Anyways... We've been seeing each other for about three weeks, maybe three or four dates. We had intense chemistry right off the bat, both emotionally and sexually. She was your stereotypical big titty goth girlfriend, 5'6", with beautiful features, subtle but sexy makeup, and dyed reddish pink hair. She was very submissive and into a lot of kink activities, which was totally new to me. We had already shared plenty of nudes. I don't remember exactly what happened leading up to this event. I believe we had gone out for dinner and then went to a park on the town's waterfront around 11 p.m. We walked around for a bit, then went back to the car to make out. People were watching us, but we didn't care. Kathy's body was perfectly designed for kissing. She had full, seductive lips and absolutely loved to implement her tongue. We were incredibly passionate together. 
After making out for about 10 minutes or so, we both were really horny. Kathy practically blurted out she needed to suck my cock immediately. She had an oral fetish. Unfortunately, the parking lot was really well lit, so we'd have to find another spot. She told me she knew a place. We got onto the highway and drove out there. Dark forest on both sides with no lighting whatsoever. We finally pulled off into a rest area next to the highway. It was quite picturesque. Full harvest moon above. While we looked out through the trees at Lake Ontario. It was really cold, so I had to leave the engine running while we got into the back of my Dodge Charger. This isn't ideal because it gives a ton of light and the red paint illuminates the car quite a bit. But there was no turning back now. We crawl into the back and move the seats forward. She immediately unzips my jeans and grabs my cock and starts to deep throat me. I'm practically face-fucking her in the back of my car while everyone that passes by can see exactly what's going on. Eventually, I explode in her mouth, and she swallows every drop. I tell her to take her off her pants. She obliges graciously. I reach into her panties and start to play with her smooth, soaked pussy lips. While doing this, I alternate between kissing her neck and biting her lower lip. She's moaning, and I watch her body convulse. She then asks me to fuck her. I reach for a condom, and she stops me. She says she wants me to come inside her. We maneuver into a position that allows me to pound her without too many bruises. At least four cars passed by while we were doing this. It was sweaty and rough sex, just how she likes it. Finally, I come inside her, and we sit together for a few minutes, catching our breath and embracing in the moonlight. Then... I hightail the fuck out of there before any cops show up. Well, hello, Larry. How are we tonight? Ladies and gentlemen, you know, I've never done it in the backseat of a charger. What about you guys? Um, yeah. I wonder if he ever took his charger, like, jumping like they did in the Dukes of Hazard. Not the bad movie one. The Actually, I guess it was a bad series, too. Huh. Or just an older series that we thought was really cool when we grew up, right? Alas, that's a different thought for a different day. Giving head. It is so sexy. And it's even sexier in a car, we'll have to agree. And finding a way to do it, because I've thought about that with my Jeep. I've got that, you know, um, I don't know what they call them when you put the thing, the little bucket thingy in the middle that has to hold your junk, that thing, that can tend to get in the way. But I do have a back seat that can lay down. But there's something about just, you know, giving head in the front seat. I just, I'm sorry. And yeah, finding a private spot, I'm I'm impressed they, they did that. And I'm surprised. He, I mean, he must have been like, yeah, I'm getting head because I'd have been like, well, how many times have you done it at this place? And that, just my head went there. But that's besides the point. The point is, would we? I I don't know. I, I, I want to say yes, if it was the right person. Um, obviously, if I had the chemistry off the charts like this with this person, absolutely. Um, but I don't know. But my one, my thought is this, with the cars, the four cars that had passed by, did one of them stop eventually down the road a bit to come back and walk in and watch them from the tree line? 
And I always, I always wonder this and how many people are like this. Cause I think we, I mean, we slow down for in, in rubberneck when we see things on the wrong road or we watch people watch. Right. So I would like to know majority wise, and this is something you couldn't ask like out loud in a room or whatever. Are we betting that more people would want to be watched or more people watching? Would you rather be watched having a sexual act or watch the person have the sexual act? I find them both sexy, but I'm on more of the watching. I'd rather watch the person. I I like watching the lust and the chemistry and everything that goes in between. I I think that's for me an aphrodisiac. I feed off of that. So yeah, Um, because when I'm doing it, I'm focused on the person I'm with or my lover and everybody else, everything else just fades into the background. So yeah. What about you guys? Oh, second thought. And what would your story be to the cop if they showed up? Yeah. And, and have you had a cop show it up a uh, post coital, mid coital or about to be coital? Like you got cock blocked or pussy blocked that I'd want to know too. Dear Nikki, my girl, Diana and I had been fantasizing about a threesome for a while now. When having sex, we would sometimes fantasize about how a threesome would be and even had a friend of ours in mind, Ariel. After maybe two or three months, there was an opportunity where Ariel would visit us for dinner and had planned to stay the night. Diana and I already fantasized about if this could get real and if this was a chance, we could go for it. We never mentioned this to Ariel or even given her any hints. When the day finally arrived, we had a great dinner and a very lovely evening, a few but not too many drinks, and eventually we all decided to go to bed. Ariel would stay in the guest room. When Diana and I were laying in bed, we again discussed whether we should try this or not. We were both very excited and nervous, but decided to go for it. So Diana got out of bed and went into our guest room and asked our friend if she wanted to chat some more in our room. The three of us then sat on the bed and chatted a little, but within a few minutes, my girl changed the subject to sex and went even further by telling Ariel that we had fantasized about a threesome with her. She was stunned hearing this and didn't know what to do. She asked, what do you expect from me now? We asked if she wanted to try the threesome. She said yes. Then again, there was this awkward situation of what the next step would be. Diana took the initiative and kissed Ariel on the mouth and started making out. I was sitting between and watching them kiss and got me hard very quickly. Their hands were now exploring each other's breasts through their shirts. Suddenly, things went pretty fast as Diana took off Ariel's shirt and I was looking at some beautiful tits and reached out to grab them. Ariel then lifted her shirt off Diana and sucked on her nipples. Then Ariel turned to me. She moved in a little closer and passionately kissed me and grabbed my cock through my shorts. I was so hard and almost hurt. Without hesitation, she then ran and put her hand in my shorts and again grabbed my cock and pulled it out. Almost dove down to take my cock in her mouth and started sucking me off. With every stroke, she twisted my cock a little and squeezed it very firmly. Damn, that felt good. While Ariel was sucking me, I could tell Diana was sitting on the bed behind Ariel and she removed her slip. She started slowly fingering her from behind and all I could hear was a big moan from Ariel who had my cock in her mouth. After a while, we changed positions because I needed a little time out. Both girls now laid on top of each other and passionately kissed and played with each other's clits. I felt I could join again and join them in kissing. Ariel then asked Diana if I was allowed to fuck her and if she said it was okay with all of this. 
Seeing and hearing Diana say, yes, lay down and let him fuck you, was a fantasy come true. Ariel turned around and went to lay on her back, and I moved in between her legs and first licked her pussy. From all that excitement, she had become very wet. But I also learned at the future play nights that she always got very, very wet easily. And then I sat on my knees and tried to slide my dick in her. In the meanwhile, Diana had moved closer to us, sat on her knees, and was watching us very closely and fingering herself. That is when the little problem arose, because I couldn't get my dick to slide inside Ariel. She kept doing a strange thing of lifting her hips when I tried to slide in, which made it difficult for me. And then I moved over and went to lay on my back and asked her to come sit on my dick, which would make it easier, I hoped. Diana helped us by taking my dick in her mouth and making it soaking wet, and then told Ariel to sit on it, and even held my dick in her hand to help her guide it into Ariel's wet pussy. It was a very great view seeing my girl hold my dick so Ariel could ride it. When she lowered herself on my dick, it felt great. She started riding me slowly, and next to my head I could see Diana sitting, playing with herself. I told her to come closer so I could lick her pussy. She moved to me and decided to sit on my face then started kissing Ariel. For me, there was a lot going on suddenly, licking my girl's pussy in a way that I've never done before, feeling Ariel's tight pussy slide up and down on my cock, and seeing them make out and stroking their tits through the mirror on the bedroom closet. With all this excitement, I was surprised I hadn't blown my load already. Ariel's moaning got louder, and when Diana started rubbing Ariel's clit, Ariel, who was now pounding my cock with her full weight, quickly got a big orgasm. She started shaking and pounding me hard for her last few strokes, and then I could feel her squirting. It was the first time I'd ever felt someone squirt, and I was a little surprised by it. I could just feel all her wetness run over my balls and onto the bed. It felt great. After Ariel had recovered a little, they decided to change positions. Now my girl began to ride me, and I could feel and hear she wouldn't take long. Ariel sat on my face, and she tasted so good. Instead of gently riding my face, she put both hands on my chest so she could lift herself a little and really ride her clit on my tongue. Again, she was very wet, and I did my best to try to keep up with her, but was also worried about injuring my tongue. And then they both started screaming, almost in sync, and stepping up their pace. Diana riding my cock and Ariel pushing her pussy even harder on my face. Hearing them come the same time was more than I could have asked for. Our friends soaked my face and the bad, again, and Diana later told me she had one of the best orgasms in her life. What really surprised me was that I hadn't come yet. Usually during normal sex, I can't go that long. So this was really amazing. When they both saw my dick still hard and jumping, Ariel again asked if I could fuck her, and immediately Diana pushed her into doggy-style position and took my dick and helped me slide it into Ariel from behind. I slowly started sliding in and out of that very wet pussy. I was looking at a very beautiful ass and could get really good and grab onto her hips. I started moving faster and pounding harder, pulling her harder on my dick. I could hear her moaning and yelling at me to fuck her hard. My girl sat next to us with her legs wide, giving me a full view of how she was fingering herself. I stepped up my pace and pounded Ariel as hard as I could. Then I heard her come. She started shaking and felt her juices running over my dick and balls. That got me to the edge, and I told him I was about to blow. I asked Diana if I was allowed to blow my load in Ariel's pussy. She nodded, and that was all I needed. 
With the last few pounds, I blew my load inside Ariel, who again had the little orgasm. When I pulled out of Ariel and Diana saw my cum dripping out of her friend's pussy, it was all she needed to get on her second orgasm of the night. After cleaning the sheets, we went to sleep in the same bed. I was laying in the middle with both girls in my arms on chest. I fell asleep with the biggest smile on my face ever. Though we had more threesomes together over the following year, this one still stands out as the hottest ever. Jake. Mahalo, Jake. It sounds like you have lived a lot of men's fantasies. A lot of women's fantasies at that, too. So, ladies and gentlemen, how do, since I've never had this, I've never negotiated like this or approached a friend and said, hey, you want to play? Or have been asked at that. What are we thinking here? Is this close to your female, female, male experience? Is this something we would do? Is it something that possibly you're approaching yourself or in the middle of negotiating with your partner? Do you have rules? Or are you going to let it fly? And when it came to aftercare to reground yourself, because we all know that I'm very, 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 how important I believe that is. I'm so tired. I'm sorry. I do believe aftercare is important. So how do you reground yourself as a couple and reassure? Because you know, like anything, you're in the height in the moment and then reality comes in. Reality always comes in. So again, how do we continue this? Because obviously we did here. How do you continue it? And what is your aftercare? And if you're in the part of negotiation and finding your strength and weaknesses, and if you could, would or should, the thing is this, would you do it again? If you've already done it, I'd really like to know. Dear Nikki, it's a little trick of the trade I found. About three days before a trip, I'll get a tender plus and change my location to my destination. I'll swipe away and tell my matches my situation and see if I get lucky. For me, it's not necessarily just about sex. I'm more interested in feeling the energy of a first date and always make that clear. Last weekend, I went to Seattle for a bachelor party. After probably 1,000 swipes and 100 matches, I had my work cut out for me. I took the time to read the girls' bios and give crafty replies to each one. About 10 were still interested after I told them I was married from out of town. I really clicked with this beautiful black-haired girl who turns out was also in a relationship. She was about 5'5 and fit, trim, but with visible muscle. The guys were going mountain biking and I told them I was too hungover. Instead, I took this girl's paddle boarding. We had a lot of flirty fun and planned it so that she could run into me when we went out to the bars for the bachelor party. She came with two friends to the bar and I seemed really smooth to my friends by seamlessly chatting with them and inviting them to hang out with our group. After an hour or so of dancing, roasting each other, and a lot of feeling each other up, I asked her to come back to my hotel. On the way there, I told her we needed to be quick because I was sharing a room. When we got to my room, I picked her up and put her on the bed. I started unbuttoning her jeans, but she stopped me. What happens next still gets me hard. She said, sit down. This is a first date and need a BJ. She got on her knees and pulled out my already hard dick. I still can picture her pretty blue eyes and sexy black hair looking even better with my dick in her mouth. She held one hand on my abs to show me that she wanted and needed to make me come with her mouth. I just leaned back and watched her work. Before long, I gently put my hand on her face and said, Good girl and came in her mouth. She moaned and swallowed and made me feel amazing all at the same time. I'm usually more dominant in the bed, but I loved letting her take care of me. We chatted a little more and I kissed her forehead as I gave her a goodbye hug. I called it a night and got roasted the next day for being the first one to bed. Nick. Hello, Nick. There's now see, this is where I don't think she was dominant with you. 
I don't, um, in my opinion, because giving head and she, I mean, she really just said it. She said the first date's a blowjob. And for her, I, I don't know, maybe she was being a little dominant and taking control of the situation. But, and, but sometimes I know with me, even though I, that dominant side comes out of me to take over and give a BJ, regardless what it is. Um, I'm also submitting to you in a way. It feels like I'm, I'm giving my, giving you pleasure gives me pleasure. Does that make sense? I don't, probably not, but that's the way I see it. So as a dominant person, if you are, what do you think about your sub, your lover, whatever we call them, or your title for them? What do you think about blowjobs? Are they a dominant, submissive, or both? And in this situation, what would you say it was? And, and if you were in this situation, would you want more? Or would you just take the blowjob oral, you know, first date? Hmm, kind of curious now. I think this is a perfect place to stop for the day. I'm really tired. <laughs> I want to thank you again for joining me. Um, Don't forget, I'll be at the Pines from, let's see here, July 29th to August 9th. I'm putting on shows both weekends, but I'm also going live and reading some sexual confessions. So if you go to the Pines and Rhonda has the box out, or you can just... You know what? You can even just send me your confessions and I will be doing a live show on their Facebook group. So if you're part of their Facebook group, I'll be doing reading the live confessions that come through. So I'll be taking some of those with me there too. Um, and I'll bring them home and I'll also put them on my Facebook group. How about that? I'm working on that, by the way, guys, and I'll have a link for you in the show notes as soon as I can. Again, thank you again for downloading my book, purchasing it, reading it. I really do super, super, super do appreciate it. Um, I have some books on order. I'll be bringing those also to the binds. Also be putting up um, a link on my website for you to buy a signed copy if you cannot be there. And in closing, hello lover. What do you think about me giving you a BJ in a car? Do you have a secluded area in mind? I bet one just popped in your head. Oh, Yeah, that one too. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful week.